Welcome to the Red Half of Sheffield, a Sheffield United podcast by two American Blades fans. My name is Noah Snyder, and I am joined, as always, by Chad Jarvis. And how are you doing on this Tuesday afternoon, Chad? Oh, I'm not doing too bad. You know, kind of still a little up in the air from the Blades win this past weekend, but I'm okay. How are you, Noah? (laughs) I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Work's been pretty busy lately, but... Finding time to watch the Blades, getting up at 4.30 a.m. in the morning to watch what I describe as probably the most bittersweet win that we've had this year in a way. You know, you love to see three points on the board. Very happy with that. But the way that we went about it, especially after scoring three goals and really uh, what I I had felt at the time was putting the game out of reach to let Barnsley back into the game in the way that we did was just very frustrating. I mean, you don't like to see that. And we conceded two, I want to say bad to poor goals. And then it felt like we were just hanging on at the end. I mean, you, and I mean, we'll get into this a little bit later in the pod, but it almost felt like we were just kind of waiting for them to get the equalizer. Right. Yeah. I mean, more on what you just said, I almost feel like it was a loss. You know, I, this is the first time I've, in a long time, I've watched a game that we've won, and I'm like, yeah, we very easily could have lost that game because we just kind of, we started well, and then we went away, and then we came back, and then we we got the, we had the spell with the, the goals went in, and then the last, like, 20 minutes of the game, we were just like, here, see if you can catch us. And they almost did. And this is a very, very poor Barnsley side. I mean, that first half was probably one of the poorest first halves that I've seen from the other side in a long time. And we still didn't score. We still didn't score in that first half. We Nary really had a shot in that first half. I mean, yes, yeah. I guess Mousse had that one shot, but... I mean, it was kind of like trickling towards net, really. I mean, a little faster than a trickle, but it was just not a, a great shot. And that that wasn't really, I mean, that was really our, all there was in the in the first half to speak of. There was nothing to talk about in that first half. I mean, yeah, like was, I said, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that was like watching paint dry. Honestly, I was falling asleep. I don't know if I was hungover from the night before still, and it was 7.30 my time when the game kicked off. But boo-hoo. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, it was so bad. I was falling asleep watching. I'm like, what am I watching? I was like, this team is absolutely horrible, and we have absolutely done nothing in the first half. Yeah, like I said, both sides absolutely terrible. Back and forth, giveaways of possession, couldn't do anything with the ball in the final third. And like I said, I think that's probably – the worst half of football that I've seen from both sides, really, really from both sides. Yeah. Agreed. And that, that Barnsley side is uh, not very good. I can see a managerial sacking coming here in the next couple of weeks for them. And they're going to hang out for dear life trying to survive this year. That, that team out, out of every team we played this year, they're bad. bad. And it's a sad thing that, you know, they were high, 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 high last year almost on the verge of going to the Prem, and now they're looking – they're basically staring League One in the face. Well, yeah, but they got picked apart, of course, in the last transfer window and yeah, yeah. with a lot of their best players either you know, going to other championship sides, I think one or two going up and sitting on the bench in 
in the Premier League, if if I remember correctly. I believe so. Um, Lost and, DK too. Yeah, the and, American and, boy. Yeah, and I think losing Daryl DK was pretty pretty huge for them as he went back to Orlando City FC, and he he's kind of had a fall from grace too. I mean he he can't even get into the the national team side for the United States. So um, yeah, pretty dire from from Barnsley, and I, if they're not careful, they're going to go down. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I don't think they're certain to go down at this point because I think there are worse side worse sides in the championship that are just on better runs of form for the moment. Mm-hmm. But they have to change their tactics. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, la- last year it was just kind of they they were playing real hoof and prey football and it was working for them. But they're trying to build up from the back and ugh, giving the ball away way too cheaply. They've got to turn it around and quickly, too, if they want to yep. stay in the championship next year. So, I mean, like I said, there's really not much to talk about in the first half. Fourth minute was one of the only half-decent chances in the first half for either side, really. Musse got it down the right-hand side. He got into the box and took a shot that went way wide to the left. I mean, the shot selection has to be better. Just get it on frame, Moose. there. Yep. I mean... I don't want to take away from a decent performance from Musse, but that was not a great, sh- a great shot selection from him. And I, you know who I thought had a uncharacteristically really poor first half, and then also obviously turned it around in the second half was Benno. Yeah, he was yeah. dreadful. He was yeah. dreadful in the first half. It's it was like our entire squad was like sleepwalking through the first half. That's kind of what I felt. Like, just watching it, it's just like we were kind of like, blah. And I don't know. I guess it's – I heard a similar take on Blades Pod today. But it, it seems that we can beat these sides with, you know, 20-minute spells in games where we can get some goals. Because I think over the last number of games, we're averaging about two goals a game, which in the championship, we should be able to hang on to and, and win most of those games. But – it's like we're just doing dumb stuff to to screw all this up and, and cost ourselves, you know, how many games have we been up and then un- unfortunately just given away? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think the, the statistic was we've scored 19 goals in the last nine games, which is, like you said, pretty good for the championship. But, I mean, we've let teams back into games, especially in the last 15, 20 minutes and just have not been able to shut the door and park the bus when we need to. And there was a quote from Slav where he was saying, you know, this is not the type of football I play or something to that, you know, something to that effect. And I understand that. I guess I like I get that he wants to keep the, the pedal on. But in my opinion, and again, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. You're up 3-1, okay? Barnsley get a goal. Uh, it was not a well, a, a well defended goal at all. I don't understand how you see that and not try to maybe change the tactics to hold it on because you don't need you don't need to score anymore. Once you've scored three, in my humble opinion, with 20 minutes left to go or less than 20 minutes left to go, once you've scored three, I don't think you need to go and try and get a fourth. Yep, agreed. And I, look, the midfield also. Not great today. Pretty upset with how the midfield played. And I think largely it was indicative of Morgan Gibbs-White not being in this side. I mean, we sorely, 
sorely missed his presence, especially in that first half. Midfield were super flat, super, super flat. Norwood and Fleck in particular, it felt like uh, kind of going back to last year, how the pressure was on for them and they really had to you know they they ha- there was more pressure on them than there normally was because they didn't have the outlets that they normally would have in Benno playing well Morgan Gibbs white on the right hand side and either an Njaye or um or someone else up front you know to to really feed the ball to yeah we looked we looked flat we just it looked like how we started the season you know it looked like before we brought Gibbs white in we couldn't do anything and similar it happened we just we just ground them down in the second half that led to the goals. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of Njaye, he, he was all right. Okay. I, I didn't think he played a terrible game. It wasn't his best game, but like he didn't do anything noticeably like great either. No, not really. Didn't. I mean, he's kind of after that first, those first couple games, he's kind of like petered out almost. He's kind of just falling back into the side and he's kind of just like, uh, maybe we'll put him on for a little bit of inspiration here late in the game, you know, 60, 65 minutes, 70 minutes sub, and then he'll get a start from time to time. But I think he comes out and Gibbs White comes back in against Blackpool. Well, I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know about that because I, I think he was bang average in this game, but also I think his performances have been consistent enough where I'd still like to see him start. Just yeah. in that kind of center attacking midfield position where he where he has been, yeah, with Benno on the left and then Morgan Gibbs White on on the right. I don't think a case is, has been made for him to come out against Blackpool at the weekend. But with that being said, he just didn't really impress me, and I think you know it's down to him not being able to link up with Morgan Gibbs White in this game, and him also playing in a position that. He hasn't been as right hand leaning, you know, right, right mid leaning. He's been going a lot more through the center of the pitch. Um, And it's been down to kind of Morgan Gibbs White, who's been uh, up on that right hand side of the, of the, like the attacking side of the pitch. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so he was playing, I'd say a little bit out of position, not a lot, but maybe a little bit out of position in this game. And one other question: Where has uh, where has Mister Mister Sanderberger gone? Hello, hello, hello! You there? Yeah. You there? I have no clue. I don't know if he has a more serious injury than than United have led on. But I mean that we were they were very kind of, I mean they were very secretive last year about O'Connell's injury. I mean it was always, you know, the plan was that Jack O'Connell was going to be coming back last year at some point. And that didn't really end up happening because he got injured again in training. Um, and now he's out even further. So yeah. I, it's been kind of pretty secretive from Sheffield United about, you know, the state of our injuries. And I don't know if that, like, if we do that to, you know, affect how other teams are going to be selecting their sides prior to mm-hmm. the, the games. But simultaneously, I if he's available on, on, on Saturday, uh, I think he gets in. I don't know who comes out though. That's that's the question. I, I mean, it would either have to be Fleck or or Norwood. Yeah. Well, let's give one of those two a rest. 
You know? I mean, I, don't, I guess we really don't. Well, Blackpool's over exceeding expectations this year, so we might have a fight on our game on our hands. I, I think this one's going to be a, a similar game to Barnsley this past weekend. Open game, very open game. Yep, yep. Anyway, getting back into the game and in that first half, the problem that we made consistently is that we made one extra pass, and you know that that led to us failing to take a chance basically so mcburney like laid off a ball a couple of times that he probably should have at least tried a shot when he was driving into the box same with Muse, he laid off a couple of uh, of balls that uh really he probably should have tried to take a shot on and that's kind of what led to the distinct lack of chances in that first half yeah, we're overcommitting ourselves and we're trying to do too much, you know. Sometimes we see this a lot for for United. I don't know for some reason when we get in the final third, we always want to pass the ball, an extra pass instead of taking a shot on. I never understand that. Yeah, we should be testing keepers a little bit more, especially this Barnsley keeper who by all accounts has not been having the greatest season thus far. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, the other individual performance that I want to point out as as poor was was Stevens. Stevens, Ooh. you know, he, he was getting beat by Victor Adaboy. Uh, I'm going to fucking butcher this. Adaboyjo? Yeah. yeah, Victor Adaboyjo. Okay. Yeah, Adaboyjo. Yeah, Adaboyjo, Adaboyjo. Uh, yeah. Down the left-hand side. I, consistently throughout the game and uh, poor in this game. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with him, too. He come back at... From injury, slotted in that first game, played phenomenal, got the goal, and then since then it's just kind of been like uh, same old Stevens from last year. Yeah, I, and and really kind of a shadow of his of his former self from you know a few years ago. Yeah, like I mean he was phenomenal when that first season in the Premier League, and then in the promotion season 2018-2019. So I. His fall from grace is really kind of complete at this point. I don't know if we bring in RND at this point, though. Yeah, I don't, where's he been? Is he still hurt too? Uh, I, I don't. I, I, we might I not don't, have an option. We might not have yeah. an option. I mean, so we're just gonna have to ride with him if if RND is hurt. And what's hilarious is like you know that left back position was probably where we had like the most depth. At the start of the season, we let Max Lowe go on loan to Forest, and he's like been their best player. You know, yeah. did did you read uh you know the Roy's view from on on uh the uh, loan update? No, I missed that one. I haven't read it yet. When when you get a chance, and same to our listeners, uh take a take a take a look at that. I, they love him over there. I mean, they are saying he's consistently been their best player. So, <sighs> and how can he not get in our side? Come on. Force were dead last in the league when we sent them over there. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're above us now. Or damn near close to. Unbelievable. <laughs> so uh, getting towards the latter half of the first half here, 38th minute and Jaya got down the right-hand side, and he beat his man pretty well there. Put in a great-looking ball for Mousse, who got on the end of it, but it was like a, just the softest of touches. And it got to the goalkeeper. That was our only shot on target for the half, as we had said earlier. 40th minute, Barnsley's best chance of the first half. Adeboijo put in a cross that found Jasper Moon, 
who headed it over the crossbar, but only just. I mean, yeah, it was it was close. Yeah, it uh they definitely ran one close right there, and I was like, oh boy, here we go. Put Barnsley in the lead, then they're gonna defend their lifestyle, out, and we're never gonna we're never gonna score. Because at that point of the game, I was like, Yeah, we're not gonna score in this game at all. Yeah. And then the first half ends nil-nil. And I mean, what were what were I mean, we kind of already talked about our general thoughts. Like, what were you thinking? Uh, at nil-nil going into the second half. I was thinking Barnsley was going to come out, get an early goal in the second half, and that's that was going to sh- they're going to shut up shop, and then we were going to be done. And we were going to have like 80% of the b- ball in the second half, and then we won't we wouldn't be able to do anything with it because we had Moose on the on the, the pitch at the time. So I was like, yep, Moose and McBurney was McBurney was just out there kind of just running around in circles, I guess. Classic Sheffield United pessimism from you there, Chad. Yep. Always expected for me. <laughs> just to give you a peek behind the curtain here. I mean, I take notes during during the game, but I really just try to watch the game um, as much as I can. Like, And I go back and watch the highlights. And I have to say, watching like the highlights, the extended highlights from this game back is super rough. I mean, there are no quote-unquote highlights. The, hi- the highlights were like us giving the ball away, like some play in the box, but nothing happening. And yeah, it was very, very sad to watch. I was about to say, did they start it with blowing the, uh, the, the whistle at the start of the game and then blowing for halftime? They're probably, you know, they could I mean, be they too almost could have. They almost yeah. could have done that. I mean, so so were the, the quote unquote highlights in, in, in that first half. Yeah. Nothing, nothing doing. Ugh, very poor first half. And then the second half started with Barnsley getting the first chance. Collie Woodrow took a left-footed shot from the right-hand box. uh, Excuse me. From the right-hand side of the box that was easily saved by Olsen. And then in the 50th minute, some actually decent play from Sheffield United as we kept it in their third, outplaying them, but just unable to get anything going. Uh, a ball was deflected out to Norwood on the right-hand side of the box. He got it to Baldock, who took a shot that was deflected and almost hit the bar, but just went over and out of play. And then, in the 51st minute, Osborne got the ball forward to Muse, who took a phenomenal touch on the left-hand side of the box. He cuts inside, curls a beautiful shot past Barnsley keeper Collins for the opening goal of the game. And that is a goal of the year candidate, in my humble opinion. Yeah, it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad strike for Moose. First of all, I was like, wow, he took that shot and he actually went in because I I thought it was gonna be saved. I was like, they're gonna save this, and then it, he's gonna get hurt and run off, and they were gonna sub him off. But to see Not it go right. in, yeah, to see it go to see it go in, and then you know, like Okay, okay, he, he's got a bit of confidence. Here we go, here we go. Come on, Moose, let's see what we can do. But, yeah, it was a good strike. It was a good goal. Absolutely, and then not two minutes later, both sides are kind of playing that head volley back and forth, and Egan heads it forward to a Barnsley defender who headed it back, and Osborne got on the end of it. He drives into the box, crosses it with his left foot to an open Moose who skies it into the top netting, and Sheffield United go up 2-0. And yep. I, I thought he was going to miss that. I thought he was going to do what McGoldrick did and and just sky it. Uh, yeah. But it went in. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, we Sheffield United, notorious for missing balls 
three inches off the line. He's going to put this in the 40th row of the seats. Oh, oh, it actually went in. Wow, 2-0 up. Game should be game over. Should have been. Uh, but we knew that that wasn't to be. And in the 57th minute, Barnsley poorly dealt with United clearing a ball on a free kick, and it started a break. Balduck got it to Njaye, who got it to Moose, who got it back to Njaye, who crossed it back to Moose, who hit it high and over the bar. He was on a hat trick, so you really can't blame him for you know having a go there. And from there on, you know, like we had some consistent good play, chances galore, consistent play in their box, and we hit him on the break again. Muse got it to McBurney and McBurney drove into the box. Like this was on like a two, one break. Um, so it was very frustrating when McBurney just kind of crossed it right into the keeper. And yeah, I mean, that was a chance we definitely let pass us by. You have to feel if that he, you know, just kind of tried to dink it maybe that Moose could have got ahead on it, but yeah, uh, shot it on the ground right at the keeper. It looked to be a cross looking for, for Moose again, but just, yeah, didn't didn't really get anything on it there. And then Woodrow for Barnsley, he took a free kick that just missed. I mean, it was pretty close. I don't I think that Olsen probably would have had it covered at the end of the day, but it was actually a good-looking free kick. And then Moon hit the post in the 67th minute. We switched off a little bit there, but we were still pressing. 69th minute, Devante Cole missed on a shot to the right. An absolute sitter. I mean, I was amazed how this wasn't a goal. He got the cross from Callum Styles, and he really should have scored there. Yeah, I, I don't know how that ball didn't go in. And was it just me, or did every time they said Styles, I thought of – I know his name's Callum Styles, but Harry Styles. And I'm not into that type of music, but I was like, Harry Styles is playing. Harry Styles is playing. I, I, I knew it was Callum Styles, but every time his name got mentioned, I was like, Wait, here's no, he's not playing. Styles crooning the ballads and then uh, <laughs> missing goals five feet wide on on an absolute sitter. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then in the seventy second minute, McGoldrick, who had been subbed on, got the ball to Balduck on the goal line. He pulls it back for Osborne, who takes just a quick second to settle the ball before picking out the bottom left corner. Sheffield United go up 3-0, and we're, we were flying at this point. I mean, I, I fully expected us to, to just dominate the ball, game management, and, you know, leave leave, leave Oakwell with a, a clean sheet, you know? Yeah, I thought it was the same. I was like, yeah, this game's over. We're going to have a clean sheet, and – yeah, we're going to go to bed with three points, and uh, then everything changed. <laughs> immediately. Immediately yeah. we switched off. Yep. And we paid for it in the 78th minute on what, what seemed like an innocuous ball into the box. Devontae Cole got on the end of it, and using his own player as kind of like a screen, put it into the right-hand side of the net for Barnsley past Olsen, and... 3-1 at this point and I as I said earlier at this point Slav should have recognized that they had all the momentum because it really did feel like they had all the momentum he should have made that substitution for Basham that he made like later on I think it was the 86th minute uh in this game but it should have happened in that 78th minute and then we should have parked the bus 
and wrote out the rest of the game once we conceded that first goal. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily want to said park the bus, but just went more defensive. And, you know, you could give Barnsley more possession because, I mean, to be frank, when the second half started, we came out and had a lot more possession. But you could have brought Bash in and then just, like, conceded more possession and let them have more attacking chances and see if they could score. They they aren't a skillful team to pick you our side apart. So, I mean, unless they caught us out or something like that, then we probably wouldn't have conceded two goals. But, I, yeah, I would have liked to see that change come a little bit earlier. So then we would have, you know, we kind of would have shored that up and then we didn't have to, like, go into panic mode here in the last 15 minutes of the game. Yeah, absolutely. And then in the 82nd minute, Iseka beats out three Sheffield United players, including Davies, Stevens, and Egan, I think. And yep. he gets, like, into the six-yard box takes a shot that basically goes top bins to score again for Barnsley. And at this point you're thinking, fuck man, we are going to give this away. And we were, I, I was just waiting. I was like, when's that equalizer coming? Cause I, I knew I like, I kind of knew it was coming. Like, yeah. you know, in, in the back of my head, I'm like, it's coming. Just, it's just a matter of time. Yep. And oh, yeah. I, and then everybody said this already. Uh, so it's going to come as no surprise to you. But I was thinking back to that Villa game when I think Billy Sharp had a hat trick and then they brought they like they brought it all the way back and we drew that game three, three all. And I, I that's the game. I thought this was going to go exactly the same way. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I echo your sentiments. I'm like, I literally 10 minutes ago said this game is over and I have smoked way too soon. And here we go. Let's, we might as well just give a third and a fourth to them. That way we come away with no points. And then the team will be an absolute dumpster fire for the rest of the year. Yeah. Because I'll have yeah. zero confidence. Yeah. I mean, that would have – if we had conceded an equalizer, that definitely would have lowered morale. But Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank goodness that wasn't the case. Even with six minutes of added time, they couldn't do anything with it. And – I think they only had one shot after their third goal, yeah. which which means you know bringing Basham on was a great decision, and uh, we moved to a back three and we were solid for for the rest of the game. I mean, we didn't have much going forward, but uh, we pretty much didn't let them in. And game ends three two. Like we said, like we were massively disappointed by the fact that we conceded two goals in the last twenty two minutes of the game. Plus, but a win's a win. You take the three points. You move on to the weekend. Super important game against really a streaking Blackpool who have been on great form. We'll get to that in one minute. Chad, who is your man of the match in this game? Before I give my man of the match, I'm going to say Barnsley, first round draft pick, first team, all name. Because they got some good names. Jasper Moon, Colly Woodrow. Callum Styles. I mean, they got a good set of player names. It's just kind of like you—you you would like you would associate the names on Barnsley with, with football players. I, this is a new segment that I think we're going to have to start doing on a regular <laughs> basis, Chad. The na- player name rating from Chad yeah. Jarvis. So far, as I've started to like pay it more attention to the players. You know, Barnsley's up there. I'm going to put them as number – if we're going to do a table, we're going to put Barnsley at the top right now. We've as got to take our team out of names? 
Yeah, right now. Uh, starting right now, I'll have to look into every game the rest of the season. I'll, I'll formulate a table of where I rank each team with, with names. We're not going to be – I don't know if I'll include us. I probably will, but I'm not going to put us up there like high, you know, because we got like the likes of John Egan, Ben Davies, George Bald. I mean, we got like grizzled veteran player names. These guys just got like cool, like Jasper Moon. One, I want to know what I want to know what was going through his mom and dad's head when they're like, "Yes, yeah, certainly, Jasper Moon, Jasper Moon." That is, I don't know. It just, it's weird. I'm a weird I, person when it comes to names. I hear the last name Moon, and I I think of uh, the show Frasier. Yeah. That, that show had a character Daphne Moon. Yeah, who, who was yeah. who was British, and yeah. uh, I, I just I hearken back to that when I hear the last name Moon. Yeah, enough <laughs> of the names. Uh, who who is your man of the match, Chad? You gotta go. You gotta go. To Osborne, two assists and a goal, man. I mean, I think the club gave it to him too. Yeah. Um, no, they might have gave Moose the the man of the match because he had his two goals. I'm not really sure what who they gave man of the match to, but I'm no. going with Ben Osborne. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I I think Benno had just a phenomenal game, and in the second half, I want to specify. He re- like in 45 minutes, you know, he really won himself that man of the match. Two assists, one goal, great overall game from Benno. And, you know, he's he's one of the first names on the team sheet every single week, in my humble opinion. Yeah, for sure. He's really come into it. Definitely, definitely. So we go again at the weekend, uh, and I cannot stress the importance of this upcoming game against Blackpool. And Chad, what's been your take on on their season so far, how how they've played? Obviously, they sit 11th in the league right now. If you're looking at the table, their last five games have seen them win three, lose one, and draw one. Their wins coming against Preston this past weekend, Reading away. They beat them 3-1. They lost to Forest, surprisingly, but uh, they beat Rovers before that and then drew Hull City on September 28th at Hull City. So, I mean, what what's your general take on, on Blackpool this year? I mean, they're, they're an open side like Barnsley is. They're horrible away from, from Bloomfield Road. They're two, they got two wins, three draws, and two losses where they're way better at home. But I mean, they're still four and three at home. But we're going to get to see an old familiar face in the Blackpool starting lineup. Gary Medine, one Gary Medine, is, is going to start for Blackpool. He's been playing a bunch of games for him. But like I said, they're similar style to, to Barnsley. They play an open style, so it'll be back and forth. I, at least I think it'll be a back-and-forth start to this game, to which kind of like how we did Barnsley, we will we will grab hold of this game probably, you know, 15, 20 minutes into the game and then have our attacking, you know, see how – if we can get our attacking players. Obviously, we'll probably have Gibbs White back, so maybe that's going to open up some more for us getting forward. And they've given up about the same amount of goals as us. So, I don't know. We can see – we're probably going to see the, the net bulge with, with some goals because they've given up 18 goals this year. So yeah. that's a lot of goals. But, I mean, look at us. We've given up, the, what, 19 goals? No, we've given, up, we've given up 21 goals. So this could be a goal fest again. I see it. I see it could possibly be that way. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I mean, at, you were talking about Gary Maydean uh, before, and he had a goal in their game against Preston this past weekend. Yeah, his first goal of the season, too. Yep, yep. Him and Anderson had had the goals, and uh, he starts up there with Yates, typically, correct? Yep, Jerry Yates. Yep. And in the midfield, they round out the midfield with Bowler, uh, Wintle, and Dougal, that, at least this this past weekend against Preston. Then Husband, Kogue. Yep. Kyog. 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 I'm... I, if 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 you haven't figured it out by listening to this podcast, I'm absolutely terrible at pronouncing names. I absolutely butcher them. Ooh. And then uh, Lawrence Gabriel, and I can't even take a crack at this. Ekpieta, Ekpieta, Ekpieta. Let's go with that one. All right. Ooh, this, ooh Blackpool's team. Ooh, tough names. Tough names. Ooh. Ooh, Are they going to be high on your table? Do you think? Ooh, I don't know. I like I like uh, James Husband because I I used to listen to him when or. Used to listen to a bunch of games when he was playing in League Two, I believe. So yeah, I mean they got some they got they got some good names. And then of course they've got Grimshaw in net. And I look, they play a four four two. We're likely gonna counter with our, our typical lineup, which is four two three one. Obviously, the law firm Morgan Gibbs White comes back into the side for me. Is there anybody who you want to get out of the side? Depending on Obviously, we'd like to see Stevens come out, but we don't know if R&D is going to be healthy. Probably not. So he'll be he'll be slotted in there. And, you know, we don't know how bad Moose got hurt. If it's not too bad, I'd run him out there again and give him see if he can give us a solid 60 and then and then pull him off. You know? Yeah. If if Moose is healthy, I he goes right back into the side playing as that lone out and out striker, you know, for me. Yeah. And and I think. McBurney comes out. Are you are you slotting Gibbs White in where Ndiaye goes? Because I was going to put McBurney or McGoldrick in for McBurney as well. Interesting. Um, I think Ndiaye stays in the side. He slots into that center or that se- yeah the center mid attacking mid, yeah. and then Morgan Gibbs White on the right hand attacking mid. Okay. Or, or maybe flip sense. those two. I, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. No, I understand that. But a mostly unchanged side, and then it's also entirely predicated upon whether Sander Berge is healthy, you know? Yeah. Injuries. Injuries are the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. We've been stricken by the injury bug lately. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens come the weekend. Have you got a score prediction for us, Chad? Since we're averaging two goals a game, I think I'm going to go two to one. We're going to go up two nil. And then we're going to give one back late, and we're going to have to hang on like the Sheffield United way we've we've learned. So yeah, I think we'll go. I'll go two one. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good shout. Who do you have goals from? Uh, I got the law firm getting one, and then you know I always want a defender to get one. So I'll go with Egan. Egan on a corner. Yep, of course. All right, uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'll say the law firm Morgan Gibbs White gets a goal, and I think Billy Sharp comes in probably at about the 65th minute, and he gets a goal. Nothing wrong with that. Well, we will see what happens 
come this weekend. I think that's pretty much all the time that we have for this episode of the Red Half of Sheffield. If you haven't done so already, please give us a follow on social media at Red Sheffield on Twitter and then at the Red Half of Sheffield on Facebook. And Chad, where can the people find you on social media? They can find me at Blades in the USA on Facebook and Twitter. If you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at cjarvis13 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me, Noah Snyder, at sunpuck on Instagram and then at nestman930 on Twitter. So until this weekend when we play Blackpool at the lane, back to a 3 p.m. GMT start time. Up the blades, Chad. Up the blades. Come on, you red and white wizards. Mm -hmm.